This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So... It's having a pretty good day today. You know, it's Wednesday. So I did Chewing the Fat on Pat Gray's show. Hung out for overtime on his show with Blaze TV. And then I got ready to do Chewing the Fat here with you. And then I find out that my car just got recalled. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, you're probably wondering, hey, why your car got recalled? Yeah, Ferrari is recalling nearly every car it's sold since 2005. That's it, though. (laughs) Now, for sure, Ferraris are known for, you know, going fast and having fun driving them. But one of the things that you want to do when you're driving fast is brake. And there seems to be a brake problem with the Ferraris. Oh, okay no problem yeah it's a potential brake failure issue with all the cars dating back to 2005 19 of its models that is not good the issue relates to you can quote me on that too by the way uh that is not good the issue relates to the brake fluid reservoir cap which may not vent properly creating a vacuum inside the brake fluid reservoir resulting in a brake fluid leak that may lead to a partial or total loss of brake function. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, 23,555 Ferraris are implicated and will need to be serviced, which is nearly all of them. So if you, like me, like to just zip around town in your Ferrari, there's nothing I like more than going... 35 miles an hour in my ferrari that can go 160 miles an hour uh you have a problem and you've got a recall so be sure to take it in potential possible brake issues so i've been thinking about this all night long no not the ferrari recall (laughs) i saw a post on uh, social media i I may have been Facebook and the Chewing the Fat fan club. Not sure. It could have been Twitter at JeffyJFR or Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio or Instagram. It wasn't Instagram Jeff Fisher Radio. But uh, the question was, you have to survive 20 minutes in a UFC cage with one of them to win $50 million. Pick one. And there's six pictures of animals that you have to say yes to you can pick one obviously that's what the question is to win 50 million 20 minutes now 20 minutes is a long time i mean i would say 10 minutes uh you know 50 million 10 minutes lasting with these animals you know maybe but 20 minutes is a long time to be in the cage with these animals but the first one is a tiger the second one is a bear the third one is a rhinoceros The fourth one is a hippopotamus. The fifth one is a gorilla. And the sixth one is a bull. 
And I've been thinking about this all night ever since I saw this. So the tiger, no way. 20 minutes in a UFC cage, no way. The tiger, the tiger can r- jump up around the cage and come at you in all directions. The bear, same kind of thing. Bear stands up. It'd be tough for you to get away from the bear. The rhinoceros. <laughs> Uh, no, thank you. I do not want the rhino uh, charging me. It's, that's a tough one. Uh, hippopotamuses, too. Hippopotamuses are mean. You don't want to mess with them. And gorillas are just so strong, and they can they can travel all around the cage on the walls. So the one I guess you'd have to pick is the bull, right? You'd have to go with the bull for 20 minutes because the bull can only horn you. You know, he's going to charge at you. The bull can't climb up the cage sides so you know maybe the bull can come up a little ways but it'd be very difficult for the bull to happen it's got to be the bull plus you can hop on the back of the bull uh, you know hopefully it doesn't throw you off and stomp on you to death and then gore you with the horns but the best one has got to be the bull and for 50 million bucks i mean you'd have to you'd have to really think about that because i mean just you're gonna die if you don't <laughs> <laughs> really jeff yeah i believe that's the point of the question so 20 minutes i mean i'm, I'm still gonna say hey if you offer me 50 million to get in a ufc cage with one of these animals a tiger a bear a rhino a hippo a gorilla or a bull how about we make it 10 minutes for 25 mil because 10 minutes i mean i feel like 10 minutes is doable <laughs> you can write your own jokes with that but i'm just saying i feel like 10 minutes is doable but 20 minutes oh man you better do some hard training for that and i think it's gonna have to be the bull i, I don't think you could i don't think you could win with any other animal um depending on how mean you know if they cattle prodded the rhino and the hippo you might be able to calm it down enough to save yourself and just kind of ride on the back of it for 20 minutes maybe maybe uh and you might be able to do that with the bull too but i feel like the bull is your best bet so <laughs> you can always email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com and uh you know let me know which one you would choose but i believe that of the six for 20 minutes and 50 million dollars the best one to pick would be the bull and as long as we're talking about uh, animals, I might as well talk about yesterday. We talked about uh, the Bigfoot and how the lady in Ohio had recorded a Bigfoot. We played the audio for you. It doesn't. I don't know. If you believe it, you believe it. That's fine. But I was looking at this site, a geographic database of Bigfoot, Sasquatch sightings and reports. It doesn't talk about Swamp Ape, but I mean, that's what you have in Florida, right? So you have the top states. Uh, you have uh, Washington which has 707 sightings in 2020. And then you have um, number two is California, 458. Florida, Swamp Ape, 337. And Ohio at 318. Now, all the other states actually have sightings. (laughs) There have been sightings. Amazingly, Rhode Island only has five but they have been seen in Rhode Island. Is that the lowest? Rhode Island has five. North Dakota has six. Uh, Delaware. Delaware has five as well. So Delaware and Rhode Island 
Both have five. They're the lowest sighting states. But then it has also Canada sightings, which is pretty incredible. So Nova Scotia only has three. I mean, that's well below Delaware and Rhode Island. Quebec only has four again. Uh, Yukon ties with five. and But uh, British Columbia has 134, which makes sense since that's right there by, you know, up in the uh, the northwest. And it's by Washington, which has the most sightings. And so, I mean, they're still in the same neck of the woods. So you've got plenty. Ontario has 68. It's just incredible to me. Now, Michigan has 225. I remember growing up in Michigan. I'm talking about I grew up right here. If you, I'm holding my hand. I grew up right here. Uh, right there in Saginaw, <laughs> you know, up there by the uh, the bay at the thumb, and uh, it, uh, you know, there were there were talks of Bigfoot around that neck of the woods, especially up on the thumb, and so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that Michigan is high up on the list, but it's just amazing to me that we have all these sightings. Now, even if you say, okay these all can't be real right there's no way that these all can be real but doesn't it mean that maybe some of them are that we actually do have actual bigfoot sightings and if we do how come we don't see you know where they live their homes we don't see any of the bigfoot doo-doo anywhere we don't uh, we you know we hear them hollering looking for their looking for business out in the woods that's it but you'd think that i've heard some stories where they're in their own realm uh, let's see like another dimension right they come from they come from another dimension into our dimension show up give us a couple of howls and then when they see a human they're gone back into their dimension so <laughs> would you rather fight a sasquatch than a bull or a bear or a rhino or a hippopotamus or a tiger i don't know i think i'm still going with the bull all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately oh my goodness You know what's not fair? The fact that Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location. And then they have the nerve to increase their prices. That's right. They've just raised their prices once again. We've talked about that uh, before here on Chewing the Fat. Now you could just cancel your subscription in protest or... You can be smart about it and make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using Express VPN, like I do. See, you might not know, uh, you might not know that what's on Netflix in your country is completely different from what someone in the UK or Japan has on theirs. Using Express VPN, I can control which country I want Netflix to think I'm in. ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from. So every time I run out of stuff to watch, I just switch to another country to unlock new shows. And it's easy. Just one tap of a button, ExpressVPN lets me change my location to whatever country I want to watch. And the best part, if that isn't 
best enough. It's not just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services as well. I like to use it to watch BBC iPlayer. It's free and only available in the UK. ExpressVPN is also super fast and works on your phone, laptop, even smart TV. So you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash jeffy. Don't forget to use my link so you can get three extra months of ExpressVPN free. ExpressVPN.com slash Jeffy. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Jeffy. ExpressVPN.com slash Jeffy. A couple stories that uh, under the heading of, eh, no big deal. Uh, Ex-Twitter employee convicted of spying for Saudi Arabia, uh, Ahmad Abu Awamamo, <laughs> A-B-O-U-A-M-M-O, Abu Amomo. Amorphophallus. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> he was found guilty of accessing the personal information of users who critiqued the Saudi Arabian government and handing it over to a top advisor of the Saudi crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman. In exchange, Abu Amal... Amorphophallus. Yeah. uh, Received $300,000 in wire transfers and a luxury watch. That's what they claim. Wow, he faces 10 to 20 years in prison. For only $300,000 and a luxury watch? That's cheap. I mean, the old crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman. Why could I can't even say his stupid name? Mohammed bin Salman. Bin Salman. Uh, that's cheap for him. Uh, the crown prince. Three hundred grand. Pfft, he spits on $300,000. Uh, that's just under the heading of no big deal. Uh, also, uh, Ford. Uh, jacking up the price of its F-150 Lightning. The automaker said that new orders of its highly anticipated EV pickup truck will, that's going to cost six to almost $9,000 more due to higher material costs and, you know, other factors. That means the base model will now start at nearly $47,000. Cost of raw materials for making EVs has more than doubled during COVID, forcing companies including GM, Tesla, Rivian, and Lucid to raise the prices on their vehicles. Huh. That's how it works, huh? So the products that you use to make the product, when it costs more, you have to charge more. They just don't you just don't eat those prices. Weird. Really weird. Anyway, no big deal. And really under the heading of, well, isn't that interesting? I see where um Albuquerque has arrested a 51-year-old man for the murder of two Muslim men and consider him a suspect in the killings of two other Muslim men in the city. Now, I know our president has uh, tweeted out that these hateful attacks have no place in America, and my administration stands strongly with the Muslim community. Oh, okay. Uh, I know that you are, uh, you know, angered and saddened by these horrific killings of four Muslim men in Albuquerque, Mr. President. 
But isn't it interesting that um, the man that they arrested, and I, I had a feeling this was the case because the original story was that the uh, suspect was arrested. And uh, they didn't mention, you know, if it was who it was. There was no picture, nothing. It was just like a suspect has been arrested. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the man was a Sunni Muslim and targeted the victims because he was angry over his daughter marrying a Shiite Muslim. Huh. Isn't that interesting? When we were just, you know, I realize it's horrific and I don't want anybody to be murdered at all zero i want all murders to cease no matter how no matter how they're killed i want them to cease however we're led to believe that this was white supremacy uh a maga country hating muslims we stand strong with the muslim community and yet these murders were done by another muslim a different kind of muslim who was upset that his daughter was going to marry the other kind of Muslim. And we can't have that. We just, they just, they just convicted a guy here in Dallas for the same thing. I just, it's just amazing. You know what? It's under the heading of, isn't that interesting? And one more thing that's interesting or, you know, another interesting thing. Uh, CNBC ranked each state on 88 different metrics across 10 categories with each category carrying different weight in the ranking. The workforce category, which includes the concentration of STEM workers, workers with college degrees, employees and associate degrees and people with industry recognized certificates carrying the most weight, representing 16 percent of the total score. The workforce metric was Texas best performing category with the state ranking ranking second nationwide. However, Texas ranks as one of the best states for business and one of the worst places to live in in the United States of America. Oh, okay. Uh, the Lone Star State is the fifth best place for business in the country, but it is the second worst place to live in. That's what the rankings show. Just saying. Okay. Um, they ranked uh, they ranked these states. Uh, they considered the infrastructure, cost of doing business, life, health, and inclusion, business friendliness, education, the cost of living in its rankings. North Carolina, Washington, Virginia, and Colorado were ranked first through fourth, respectively, as the best states for business. CNBC used the life, health, and inclusion category to determine the best and worst places to live in the U.S. The rankings measured per capita crime rates, environmental quality, protections against discrimination, voting rights, and health care quality, among other metrics. Texas ranked 49th on the list, making it the second worst place to live in the United States. Texas was given a score of 72 out of 325 in this category and received a grade of F. The state had no strengths in this metric. <laughs> Arizona was ranked the worst place in the U.S. to live after Texas. Oklahoma, South Carolina, Missouri rounded out the five worst states to live in in the country. Guess which one was number one? Vermont. Coming in at number one, Vermont, the best place to live, followed by Maine. 
Hawaii, North Dakota, and Minnesota. So the states where everybody's moving, Texas, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Missouri. Yeah, we went ahead and ranked those. Those are the worst places to live. Sorry. <laughs> wish, uh, wish you liked it here, but it's just bad. time inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply oh no Oh, no. Sad news. I mean, really, I should put this under who died today? Who died today? Uh, Domino's. Domino's Pizza. Dead. In Italy. The last 29 Domino's branches in Italy have officially closed. Oh, no. I mean, they began operations in the... uh, in the pizza motherland, uh, Italy, in 2015. But, uh, yeah, they, they had plans for hundreds, almost a 1,000 restaurants there. But, ooh, not so fast. Sorry. Uh, we can't do it. They never took a, never got a foothold. And they even tried to say, hey, but we're using uh, Italian ingredients. And uh, we're using locally sourced stuff. And we'll be good. And then, uh, no. Uh, even during the COVID lockdown with uh, home delivery, because, you know, even in Italy with local delivery, you know, rare uh, in the lockdown, you'd figure, OK, we did OK. But no, uh, people wanted the less Domino's-y style pizzas at the house even during the lockdown. <laughs> so the Italian franchise partner E-Pizza Spa uh, filed for bankruptcy in April. Have a nice day day so dominoes that's been 2015 they opened so seven years six and a half years well we'll give them seven we'll say they were seven years old dominoes in italy dead at the age of seven so i love how ever so often we get the stories from the airlines uh you know that uh, we have to keep our phones shut off and why do we have to keep our phones shut off well because it could interfere with communications between the the airplane and the tower oh really yeah well we have flight attendants now giving tiktok videos uh showing why passengers are always asked to switch off their mobiles and they have to do it and why it might shock you if you didn't have your phone shut off and from the moment the boarding door closes to the moment the landing the pilots are following specific instructions given to them from a group of people on the ground called air traffic control uh, thank you appreciate it what's your name again sierra Ugh. and that's can't be your sierra mist on tiktok stop it so anyway they're they're saying that uh you know this is how bad it could be a pilot who's taking directions from the atc on the ground 
all of a sudden loses signal and starts flying blindly, all because the frequency of a passenger's phone was interjected. Um, no. Um, a commercial pilot who wished to remain anonymous said, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, mitigate any possible interference to sensitive airplane systems. Yeah, the radio signals are the same frequencies used by cell phones and tablets. Yeah, you know, the radios for Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, voice calling, 3G, 4G, 5G data all use different parts of the radio frequency spectrum. That's weird because I have, I have left my plane on, my phone on during a flight uh especially on private flights and a chartered flights where they don't ask you to shut your phones off or your tablets off <laughs> uh, this is amazing but and i have uh, on uh regular domestic flights uh you know flying with the unwashed masses of which i am one uh left my phone on and it seems that the planes have landed miraculously. So maybe the pilots are just extra special that I've been flying with. Or maybe, you know, it's just an issue that you like to bring up to keep people off their phones. Because maybe you find yourself, uh, concern yourself with finding people's luggage and not losing their luggage. How about that? I just saw a story, though, that talked about how the Apple AirTag, it's just an ad for apple air tag it's a it's a story about apple air tag but uh it's actually a great idea uh this guy talked about buying the 29 dollar apple air tag to track his luggage on two buses and a plane and he said he'd never travel without one again it's actually a great idea to have a, a a tag that uh that you have on so that you follow your luggage so you know where it is hello you do that to your dogs you do that to your kids Wait, you don't do that to your kids? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> but uh, I was looking at the numbers of what the of luggage lost. A uh, holy cow! Uh, perhaps, perhaps you want to put an air tag on that luggage. Now, I'm not big on checking. I'd rather carry carry on and move on with my life, on and off the plane. But sometimes you have to. I know. Sometimes you're forced to, so go ahead and, you know, then air tag it, no problem. But uh, one lady talked about, and this is the part of the story, which is the ad for the Apple AirTag. I used an AirTag and found my lost luggage carrying $10,000 worth of belongings. So, I mean, that's good news, right? <laughs> but I know the numbers. I mean, we you're looking at some of the numbers of lost luggage and missing luggage, and with planes being canceled and diverted, um, you know, that's it's easy for them to misplace. I say lose, misplace your luggage. Right? You don't want to, you don't want to do any of that. Um, I, I my my son just flew back in from Mexico, and the flight was supposed to be in Austin supposed to land in austin texas however the austin texas customs counter was closed so they couldn't land at austin they had to land in dallas texas so they landed in dfw now they landed in dfw they live in austin 
And I'm sure most of the people who were flying on that plane with them back from Mexico lived in Austin, Texas. They didn't want to land in DFW, but since the customs desk was closed in Austin, they had to come to Dallas. Now they said, oh, we're going to land at night and we can't get you out of here tonight. So you can stay in DFW. We'll get you on a flight later, probably tomorrow morning, something like that, maybe. Oh, as soon as we can. Uh, There's no telling when. And then... uh, or you know what you could do what they did and that's rent a car and you know bite the bullet and drive to austin from dfw and thankfully they were able to get a rent a car because then it would have been me driving them at midnight from dfw to austin but fortunately they got a rent a car however i'm just saying maybe the airlines could work on that uh how about you help us out on that and maybe they'll say no that's not us we don't control the customs we're just trying to help our clients out oh okay uh great no problem then how about your seating how about that i saw a big story where the faa wants to know what you really think about its size of airplane seats they're too small okay there okay you got it all right good so the agency hopes to start a 90-day public comment period on the minimum seat dimensions necessary for airline passenger safety if you are concerned about airline passenger safety and not squeezing in as many airline passengers as you could you wouldn't be asking that question but uh the half of passengers according to this story cannot fit in today's economy seats according to flyersright.org. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk to flyersrights.org president paul hudson here half the passengers cannot fit in today's economy seats i mean they're a tight squeeze i will say you know it's a i, I can fit but it's definitely um questionable fat guy seating the seats over the past 40 years have shrunk according to paul hudson president of flyersrights.org uh the pitch or the leg room has gone from 35 inches down to as little as 28 inches the width of the seat has also shrunk from about an average of 18 and a half inches down to 16 or 17 inch width on many airlines Uh, they say that they had 857,000 cases of deep vein thrombosis and about 800 fatalities explained as a result of passengers in cramped seating on planes for long periods of time that's what i had that's what i had I, do i get a payment for that i had a deep vein thrombosis from sitting on the plane <laughs> so once the uh, once the comment period begins let's see if it has begun let's go to regulations.gov uh regulations.gov that's www.regulations.gov uh all the stuff on a minimum seat yeah minimum seat dimensions necessary for safety air passengers here we go all right uh posted by the federal on august 2nd 2022 yeah it's up all right so you can post your comments there you go nice so let me uh is this how you post your comments they're too small I think that's how you do it. I think that's how you do it. Uh, I was looking at how they're doing because I feel like the airlines are not doing as good as they want to be doing, but they're getting the numbers through the turnstile. 
you know we used to do a thing and check the tsa checkpoint numbers uh during the pandemic obviously uh you know during uh, 2020 when the airlines were pretty much shut down and uh, so we're back 2019 levels pre-pandemic uh uh yesterday if you today is the 10th of august 2022 so the 9th of august 2022 uh had two million twenty nine thousand six hundred eighty one people through the turnstile in 2019 pre-pandemic numbers two thousand or two million three hundred and six thousand eight hundred and twenty nine i mean that's you know three hundred thousand not even two hundred ninety thousand uh less than what it was pre-pandemic that's pretty good that's pretty good i would say so quit i mean they've cut flights and now even with that i mean we've cut flights we've cut uh destinations because they let people go during the pandemic and now they don't have enough pilots they don't have enough flight attendants so how about this how about you make the seats bigger and you don't lose my luggage Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So good news, Norwegian Cruise Lines will no longer require customers to be vaccinated against COVID-19 and will loosen, 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 loosening, loosen its testing rules beginning in September. Yay! Not right now, though, but beginning September 3rd, vaccinated guests age 12 and older will no longer have to abide by any pre-cruise COVID-19 related protocols. Unvaccinated guests were going to drag behind the ship in a little buoy. <laughs> no we're not doing that uh the unvaccinated guests are going to be permitted to embark once they have provided a negative covid19 test within 72 hours prior to departure children under 12 12 will have no testing or vaccination requirements our long-awaited revisions to our testing and vaccination requirements bring us closer in line with the rest of society which has learned to adapt and live with covid19 and makes it simpler easier for our loyal guests to cruise on and our three best in class brands norwegian president ceo frank del rio said in his statement and of course remember health and safety are always our top priority yeah but we what another thing that's our priority is getting people onto our ships (laughs) and please come back to cruise our cruise lines please that would be wonderful we need that to happen as best we can okay thank you yes we also know that we have a new uh virus out there now that uh you don't want you don't want none of that okay i know you know we don't want covid we don't want covid not covid 19 i don't care what number you give it we don't want that we don't want the pox which we'll get to some of the new pox numbers but this is called langya 
L-A-N-G-Y-A, Langya, belongs to a family of viruses that are known to kill 75% of cases. None of the cases in two Chinese provinces so far have resulted in people dying, though. Experts believe the virus was passed on by animals, including shrews. Man, you don't want another shrew virus. Doctors have raised the alarm over a brand new virus that has infected dozens of people in China. The Langya Hanapavirus, or the Levy, detected in 35 people in the country's eastern Henan and Shandong provinces. <laughs> so it hasn't killed anybody yet. It's been uh, it's shown up. Uh, we figure it came to uh, humans from animals, and uh, it's mostly uh, what is it from shrews? Yeah, you don't want none of the shrew virus. We don't want that at all. <laughs> so just be on the lookout for the Langya virus. I see where we have now evidence. So those are the new. We've got uh, we've got COVID. We've got Langya. We've got monkeypox, which we'll get to in a second, and we've got uh, pathogens that they found now uh, in ancient DNA could help explain the fall of two civilizations. A team of researchers have said that they found evidence of pathogens in the teeth of individuals from the Bronze Age that could explain why two ancient civilizations failed. Uh, They described their genetic study of teeth found inside the cave of the island of crete and prior research has shown that the old kingdom of egypt and the akkadian empire both bronze age civilizations experienced sudden declines in population several thousand years ago and we're going to be able to tell you if it was monkeypox or if it wasn't monkeypox if you look at the monkeypox numbers now uh amazingly uh we're at uh, here in the united states of america how many monkeypox do we have right now well worldwide we have 31,800 total and in countries that have not uh, historically reported monkeypox 31,425 so most of them are coming from countries that have not historically reported monkeypox and uh 375 countries that have historically reported monkeypox yeah yeah yeah. okay we got that blah 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 so most of the countries that are showing up with big numbers of monkeypox are countries that haven't usually had it or had it in the past so uh let's see the u.s of a united states of america where are you at 9,492 cases, according to the CDC. So we're booming. We're booming. I think that makes us number one, right? Spain has 5,000, a little over 5,000. The rest are all, you know, there's some triple digits in there. 2,982 in Germany, 2,423 in France. But we're number one. 2,131 in Brazil. You'd expect more in Brazil, but I guess not. United States is uh, still booming. The United States coming in at number one. 9,492. The United Kingdom has almost 3,000 as well. And as a side note, uh, just as a side note, that's all. Just as a side note. uh, One in five gay men who got monkeypox had sex with 10 or more people before getting infected that's according to the cdc 
So nearly 20% of gay men who are contracting monkeypox in the United States reported having 10 or more partners in the three weeks before symptom onset, according to the new report from the CDC. Virtually all monkeypox cases in the U.S., which have data available, 99% are in men. 99% are in men. The report also found that 94% are in men who have sex with other men. The overwhelming majority had multiple sex partners in the weeks leading up to their symptoms. So how could you not get monkeypox? I mean, how could you not get monkeypox? In addition to the 19% of men who said they had 10 or more partners over the three weeks preceding symptoms, 40% reported having two to four partners, and 14% reported five to nine partners. 38% reported having group sex at a festival, group sex event, or sex party. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm being lost in the shuffle here. I mean, there's some people taking care of some serious business, and I am not. <laughs> I, I, am, uh, I think I'm disappointed. Uh, 19% of the men said they had 10 or more partners over a three-week three weeks preceding symptoms 40 percent reported having two to four partners and 14 percent reported five to nine partners 38 percent reported having group sex at a festival group sex event or sex party i i'm missing out i i've got to i've got to pick up the pace a little bit maybe i start up with uh you know one of these sex parties I was just reading about a lady who said these sex parties saved their marriage. Really? Yeah, it saved their marriage. A 38-year-old writer reveals her first experience at a sex party with her husband. She bought her husband a black satin agent provocateur underwear for his 40th birthday, and now sex parties have become a twice-yearly fixture for the married couple. So, I booked a babysitter and took the plunge into sex parties. (laughs) And I will find out here in a little bit whether they have, uh, you know, the pox or not. I don't know. I don't know. It could could be a real issue with these people now, uh, saving their marriage with, uh, you know, the pox around. So, maybe you hold off on your sex party. Make sure that everybody is pox free you know i know i know what you're saying it's weird and why would you want to do that but maybe you check you want to be covid free and then pox free and now you want to be langia free but most importantly i think you should be worried about covid and pox and then 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 we can have the sex party jeez i'm not taking that away or anything don't look at me like that Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.